Good morning and welcome to the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pontionsprachschule.de. Good morning. With us this morning is Raya Seppeler, the Regional Director for Germany, Austria and Switzerland of the Finnish Tourist Board. Good morning. Good morning. So Raya, tell me a little bit about your job. How long have you been working there at the Finnish Tourism Board? Oh, it's been a very long time. I started actually in 1983 already. Okay, so... So it is um, yeah. close to 25 years. 25 years, all So right. it's, it's a long time. But it had it been very uh, different uh, jobs, different tasks that I have been. I oh, yeah, have they moved you around quite a bit too. Oh, I'm yes. Working for the tourism board, I could imagine. Yeah, that has been the, the most interesting uh, thing in my uh, my job, I think. Mm-hmm. So where have where have they placed you in your career? Well, I, I started, of course, in Helsinki, where our headquarters is. Mm-hmm. And then I I wanted to come to Germany because I was as a student here in Saarbrücken and I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. So I put some pressure Mm -hmm. already then Um, in Helsinki so I I was able to move to Hamburg. Then Mm -hmm. we closed the office in Hamburg and I moved to Frankfurt. Then I stayed quite a long time in in Frankfurt or in, in Germany and got married here. Oh, that's where you met your husband. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I, uh, then I took my husband along and uh-huh. uh, my uh, little baby then and moved to New York for uh-huh. three, three years. Uh-huh. After that I was uh, relocated to uh, Stockholm uh-huh. and then uh, I was asked again to come back oh, yeah, okay. to Germany. All right. And what made you, you know, get a job at the tourism board? Was it because your love of traveling or, like, do you remember why you started? Absolutely. I can remember it was when I master's thesis. <laughs> student uh, was not about to get ready. I was, uh, I studied in, uh, at the university in Tampere and I had a, a thesis uh, which was about uh, tourism and uh, advertising. So I started at the advertising agency, but it was too much uh, work. I couldn't uh, work on my uh, master's thesis. Mm -hmm. So I saw this job at the tourist board. I was not much older than 24 at that time. So uh, I thought maybe this helps me to get uh, my master's thesis finished. Okay. Awesome. That's what made you come here. <clears throat> okay, and uh, tell me, um, how do you promote tourism to Finland? What do you have to do? I mean, do you attend fairs? Do you deal with airlines? Or how does that work? During my work uh, career at the Finnish Tourist Board, of course, th- this has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Now we have many more channels to use for promoting Finland. It depends, of course, on the market you are on. It's it's different to sell Finland in Sweden than it is in Russia or in Germany. Mm-hmm. Germany is a huge market where we would like to approach consumers, of course, to encourage and uh, yeah, to them to to buy a trip to Finland. Mm-hmm. But it's very expensive, so we are using a lot of, of um, multiplicators, mm-hmm. such are? as. Um, mm-hmm. Travel agencies, tour operators, Mm -hmm. of course, we are supporting them a lot. We are trying to push with them their Finland products. We have um, quite an extensive uh, Finland Academy online. Mm -hmm. 
where we have at the moment 6,500 uh, travel agents were signed up for that and some couple of thousand have already uh, finished their studies, so they are Finland experts. Okay. So, uh, and uh, all kinds of cooperation that we can imagine. On. And, and third uh, um, tool is, of course, to work with media as much as we can. We do a lot of press trips, uh, contacts with uh, media, mm -hmm. try to um, have as many uh, journalists a year in Finland to get the that get them right about Finland, to have mm -hmm. TV crews and so on. So you try to attract, you know, visitors and tourists, but you also try to attract, like, businesses to move to Finland? Is that part of your job too? At least not yet. Oh, yeah. You know, there is some reorganization coming up, so uh, you never know what, what's, uh, uh, how it ends up, but at the moment we are just go, uh, trying to get Germans or Swiss mm -hmm. or Austrians to, to come to Finland. Okay. And earlier you mentioned the media and the changes that have taken place. I guess 20 years ago your work was very different. Nowadays you use the internet and so, I mean, was it much more paperwork in the old days? Absolutely. All those, I don't, well, I'm old enough to remember how the uh, Telex was uh, oh, yeah, earlier. Oh, that, that too. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's quite a lot easier now with email. But it was also um, a lot of uh, personal contacts. Mm -hmm. uh, Germans um, were calling us. We we had this information service in our office, and Germans sent thousands of uh, letters to us. They um, made very exact plans about their their trip to Finland, so and we were helping them to finish this plan. Mm -hmm. Totally different. Now we have a call center mm -hmm. uh, in eastern Finland, close to the Russian border. Oh. They answer these questions, and mm -hmm. they are not so many anymore. They are some five, six hundred uh, Germans who are uh, calling us oh, yeah. every month. Mm -hmm. uh, there are, internet has changed that right. picture totally. Yeah, people get their information more directly from the internet. Absolutely, though it uh, takes a bit time before people mm. are really accepting that, at least you know, as a uh, uh, booking uh, mm. engine or booking tool. But still, it has uh, helped us a lot with this. We are now concentrating more on uh, on marketing than just uh, informing people. Oh yeah, right. And also earlier you mentioned that going to Finland is a bit expensive. In what ways? I mean, flying there or the hotel or well, the cost of living is expensive or high? Well, cost of living uh, is about, I would say, about 10% higher than in Germany, so it's not that um, awfully expensive. And we have euros, which is uh, very um, e easy for people. They can compare prices. Sure, yeah. In the summertime, which is a high season in, uh, in many countries, of course, it is also high season uh, in, in Finland, but then you can get, for example, hotels very uh, inexpensive because uh, business travelers are not mm -hmm. there. Right. So you can get very good deals in the summertime. What makes it a little bit more expensive is um, traveling there. Okay. Especially uh, in the summertime, we have a, um, the capacity to get to Finland uh, over the... Um, Baltic Sea mm -hmm. is in the summertime. Um, sometimes, um, yeah, 
not not enough, and that um, of course uh, that dri uh, drives the prices quite high mm -hmm. uh, on that route. But again, we have also uh, many connections with uh, low-cost airlines, mm -hmm. uh, and there are many more to come. So that again has um, made the trip to Finland a little bit uh, cheap. Right. Well, about two or three years ago, my son flew up to Helsinki, and that was just like for 200 euros. That was a very good price. So is that, I mean, that's a very good price. And what is the average price then, I mean, for a round trip, Frankfurt, Helsinki? In the summertime, you can really get these good deals. But mm -hmm. you, for example, with uh, Ryanair, you can get uh, that same trip now again for 50 euros. Mm -hmm. uh, all the um, uh, airlines... These regular airlines, they are also uh, offering this deal. So 200 euros is uh, quite a good average price, mm -hmm. I would say, uh, nowadays. Even. Okay, sounds good. Uh, the price with Ryanair is, is including taxes and, and airport charges? or is Because uh, with Ryanair, is often they have the offers and you have to read the small print. Yes. And it says this isn't including airport taxes, and so you buy a flight very cheaply, and yeah. then when you get there, you have to pay more at the airport. We, uh, we just had uh, some uh, journalists as our guests uh, in Finland. Uh, Ryanair uses the Tampere airport, which is about 200 kilometers from Helsinki. It's a very nice city. I, uh, that's where I come from. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they have this uh, low-cost airline airport. Mm -hmm. So the taxes are not as high as they would be if uh, Ryanair would land in, uh, in Helsinki or if they would use Frankfurt uh, International. Uh, international. Mm -hmm. um, no, but the, the 50 euros is including tax? Yes, yeah. in, okay. that, that, in that yeah. case. And what I have noticed over the years, I have, I have never seen Finland in any of the travel catalogs. You know, like 15, 20 years ago, you would go to a travel agency, look for a holiday, look at pictures. Finland was never in there. That's true. That was the fact. Uh, For 15, 15 years ago, we did have only Finland specialists. Mm -hmm. There are many Finland specialists uh, even now, but nowadays uh, also the big players uh, have started to sell Finland. The biggest of them is Der Tour, mm -hmm. a German tour operator which is selling uh, modular uh, trips to Finland, and, and they seem to have a, a very good uh, increase in in trips to Finland, mm -hmm. especially winter is selling very well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard, I heard about, like, uh, isn't there like a Santa Claus town up there in Finland that really attracts a lot of Americans who are living in Europe? Uh, especially the British uh, tourists oh, are okay. uh, taking their trips to, to visit Santa Claus in Rovaniemi, mm -hmm. which is the northernmost city uh, in the world and is uh, directly at the uh, polar circle. Oh, okay. Arctic Circle, mm -hmm. and that is uh, really, I mean, that is a big draw in the UK market, but it's n nothing that uh, can get uh, Germans to come to Finland. Mm. They like the Nikolaus, and, and, and that's not the same thing as the Santa Claus right. in Finland. Yeah, that's a bit different. Huh? So that really attracts some business. How much, I mean, how much does Finland rely on this tourism business, I mean, for the gross national product? At the moment, it is 2.4%. Mm -hmm. 
which is uh, at the same level as many other countries, mm -hmm. um, like our neighbors in uh, Sweden mm -hmm. and so on. I think that this uh, share is going to be a lot larger in the future, because it's uh, the same uh, features or same thing which is happening all over the Europe. It's also happening in Finland that the production of uh, certain uh, technical components for, mo for example, for Nokia mobile phones mm -hmm. are now uh, being moved to uh, cheaper countries. Uh, Tourism is a product which cannot be moved any place else. Mm -hmm. And that is the first time that the Finnish government is also um, starting to understand the importance of, uh, of this industry. Right. And uh, I think that it is going to grow, not fast, but still its importance is going to become bigger mm -hmm. in the future. And, you know, like some countries like Switzerland, they're really depending on that tourism industry. And mm -hmm. I know they had a pretty bad winter, the slopes were empty. And I also heard from a not reliable source that this is going to be the hottest summer ever this summer all over the world. Are you preparing in any kind of way for that? Well, actually, uh, the latest news last week when we had this uh, uh, huge ITB exhibition in Berlin was that... Uh, it started, this year started very slow, um, and then uh, February was also not quite the good month, mm -hmm. but uh, in March um, the growth has been uh, better, mm -hmm. and, and uh, the sales for uh, summer products have been better. We have also heard that from our tour operators that, um, for example, our main uh, product in German market are the summer houses that it has been uh, very slow mm -hmm. which is of course in, it's a bit uh, worrying but also Germans are suddenly starting to book a lot later they used to book the Finland trip in December, January mm -hmm. latest now uh, May is uh, not an exception oh, yeah. so we just have to uh, stay cool and see uh, what's going to happen. It is uh, it is difficult, but I think that now the growth in economy in Germany is also helping us and and pushing the tourists again to to take a longer trip. That's true, but I think you know you could really prepare for let's say a hot summer where everybody wants to run up to a northern country and not down to Spain or Italy. That would be quite possible, you know. Um, there are always people who cannot think of uh, traveling uh, to the north. Mm. So we have to accept that. And mass tourism is the last thing we would like to have. It's certainly so. And there is, we cannot uh, guarantee a stable hot weather. You have to be a fan of a Nordic country, a Scandinavian country, if you really think and to enjoy the nature, and the weather, however it comes. You know, I really would like to go up there now, now that I've talked to you. <laughs> so, uh, tell me, when is a good time to go to Finland? If you split it up into seasons, like, you know, spring, summer, what can you do during the season? Anytime is, of course, as a <laughs> Finland promoter <laughs> is a good uh, time to travel to Finland. But I would say, uh, to know Finland, you have to... Uh, 
have visited it twice at least. We have two very uh, distinctive uh, seasons, summer and winter. Summer, I think everybody deserves uh, vacation in Finland in the summertime at the summer house with your own sauna, with your own boat, with your own lake almost because there are not so, there are many lakes and not so many people. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you can just relax, do nothing, or then you can get active. You can uh, go fishing, you can go um, biking, hiking, whatever you like, canoeing and so on. Mm-hmm. In the winter time, it's um, it's totally different, and um, there are a lot of uh, winter activities, which really uh, makes you forget the world. If you take a tour with the husky husky uh, safari, you can take it uh, from uh, three hours to three days or even longer, uh, and just uh, enjoy this vast nature of Lapland, for example. That that really makes you forget the your regular life mm-hmm. and uh, of course you can make the same kind of safari with reindeers or you can take your skis oh. and go to the fjells so um, that's very uh, also very nice season also to see the polar lights which is a fantastic phenomena mm-hmm. up there in the north and then, of course, the uh, whole year destination is Helsinki, which is a very lively, nice, small city with lots to do. When you say small city, it's the capital. How many people live there? Well, about as many as in Frankfurt in Germany. It's about 500,000. But the whole area uh, just exceeded, uh, I think it was yesterday, the one million uh, one million. One million inhabitants. You know, yeah. inhabitants. Yeah. Inhabitants. Yeah. yeah. I did say it was a capital city. What is your capital city? Is it Turku? It's Helsinki. It's Helsinki. Okay, so then Turku was something else. Okay. Turku is the first capital, the oldest capital. Okay, yeah. right. <clears throat> and uh, since Finland has also taken in the euro, uh, has it caused any changes? I mean, for people from neighboring countries who might visit or not visit, for example, like Sweden and Norway, who don't have the euro, has it cut back on business or on tourism? Probably uh, not, although the um, the amount of uh, Swedes had decreased slightly, but we have a huge increase in Russian tourists, about 35% last year, mm-hmm. and uh, Finland is the number one destination for Russians overall, mm, abroad, so it hasn't changed, but it has changed a lot in, a, in middle Europe, of course, uh, regarding the image of Finland, so we are now really a Western country, not Maybe uh, not so far away in people's minds. That's true. I guess with the same currency, it draws you closer to the rest yes. of Europe, yeah. Even That's though the Baltic Sea is in between and, yeah, you one would have to fly there. But I guess you could also drive there, right? I mean, do some people actually drive to Finland? It seems awfully long. Oh, yes, over Sweden. There is... Let's... Uh, route that I used as I lived in Hamburg uh, mm-hmm. myself so uh, it's not that far mm-hmm. and you can make stops in of course if you like um, in Sweden but then there is a ferry 
ride overnight mm-hmm. from Stockholm to Helsinki or other Finnish cities. Then uh, there is a possibility to to drive over the Baltic states, mm-hmm. but it's a bit slow. Uh, mm-hmm. The road conditions and stuff. It is probably very good. Uh, not of course an uh, autobahn, mm-hmm. but uh, Poland is probably a. Uh, it's a. Uh, the the roads are narrow and there's a lot of traffic on mm-hmm. those roads, but there are EU projects. Or which are um, supporting uh, the building of the infrastructure, okay. and that that will help Finland also. Right, the transit, the like a transit way. Yes. Okay. Well, Raya, it has been very interesting talking to you. I learned a lot about your country, and I hope to see it someday. So. And is, is there a web address where we can, where people who are listening and say, "I want to see more of this," where can they visit? Yes. Yeah, uh, everybody can find a lot of information about Finland and. The www.visitfinland.com. Okay, thank you. Well, we've got something new this week. So you're our first visitor, and to celebrate, by way of a thank you, the special guest Monday podcast coffee oh. cup. <laughs> thank you. To take that back to the uh, tourist board and maybe they'll all come and listen to the podcast. Yes, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank okay. you for inviting me. <laughs> and if you want to download the transcript of this conversation, then visit www.themondaypodcast.com, and there, for a small fee, you can download the transcript and listen with the text in front of you. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Have a good week. This was the Monday podcast from AllThingsGerman.net and PensionSprachschule.de. For more information, visit www.themondaypodcast.com. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden and Maria Shipley, 61440 Oberursel, Germany.